0: Again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> hardworking oh, yeah. second part of our Walt Disney World <laughs> trip, loving and wife and co host, Michelle.
1: Oh, thank you. Hi, everybody. So good
0: to have you with us. We are recording this episode actually on Saturday, May 1st, (laughs) 2021. Why are we recording this on Saturday when we normally do them on Sunday? Do tell. Well, we have a little something planned for tomorrow that we're very excited about. We are actually going to be at the Disneyland Resort, returning to Disneyland for the first time in well over a year, and we couldn't be more excited about it. Oh my God,
1: yeah. just cannot wait for it. I keep looking at the app, seeing what's going on today and keeping an eye out on things and have a friend out there who's been sending some great info too. So very excited about it. I think I have all the dishes of food that I'm going (laughs) to eat tomorrow. (laughs) Already I made a list. I'm Ready. We're fired up. Yeah. We're fired up for it. Yes.
0: Uh, we're all, Actually, by the time this episode drops on Sunday, we will probably be somewhere midway through a, a batch of lobster nachos at mm-hmm. the Lamplight Lounge, which we're really excited about. We're going to California Adventure first that's just kind of the way it worked and then uh, we have park hoppers so later on in the day we'll right. be of course going back to the the original the disneyland park itself and right. excited to do all of that we're excited for the food we're excited for the attractions we're just excited to be back at the happiest place on
1: yeah Earth. can't wait to see the cast members and I think I'm going to get choked up. Yeah, I know I am. I know, I, know right? I am.
0: I'm completely going to be. I got choked up when we first returned to Walt Disney World on right. a couple, different, uh, uh, a couple different occasions. Uh, Disneyland is kind of my park because that's what the one I grew up right. with. I grew up here on the West Coast. So that one's going to strike, a, I think, even more at home with me when we look up and see like uh, Walt's lamp still lit in right. his apartment. And just getting back there, it's just going to be so Magnificent and wonderful, and I can't wait to thank all the cast members who, you know, mm-hmm. went through all the trials and tribulations that they have over the past years and are back there, and right. and welcoming welcoming us back. It's going to be exciting.
1: Yeah, like I said, what's been you know put out there on social media so far just looks fabulous, and uh, it's been a long time, mm-hmm. and it's great that finally, finally, oh yeah. this park is reopened. And Long overdue. Yeah. It's probably good that we're going to California Adventure Park first for you, because I think <laughs> <laughs> if we went into Disneyland first... I'd be really pro- dehydrated yeah. within the first hour, you yeah, know, I all would the tears. Right. Yes. I would say you'd probably just keep crying, going step by step <laughs> by step. It's like, okay, an hour later, come on, let's...
0: <laughs> uh, it's going to work out great, but yes. so we're so excited. And hopefully, um, obviously, we're. by the time you're listening to this, we're already there. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be listening to it uh, days after we've already gone. Hopefully, you've checked us out on social media because we will be posting pictures and our experience. And next week, we'll be recapping the whole trip. So yes. that'll be a lot of fun as yes. well. Yes, a different uh, <laughs> a different <Another> trip, trip. <laughs> recap. Yes, so exciting. So uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website,
1: hyper com, And while you're there, you'll want to sign up for the newsletter because Tom does an amazing job each week at the newsletter and you'll love it. I, well, hopefully you love it, but it's just another way to kind of be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast
0: world. Uh, we just kind of get more information out to you usually first before anybody else through the newsletter. And we have a lot of stuff in there as far as, uh, you know, where you can get our merchandise, which mm-hmm. I don't think I mentioned well enough is that we have a Spreadshirt shop that you can get some of our logo merchandise and as well as our hashtag real men love frozen t-shirts, right. which uh, we love. And people have, whenever I've worn those in the parks, uh, people have, you know, taken pictures of I- it. Know, really enjoyed it's it awesome. so, it's a great um, shirt yeah thank you great right, uh, so hopefully you, you can get all of that and of course Disney Dishes blog which we don't mention nearly enough right. on this website as well on this on this podcast mention the website on this podcast as much as well uh, I've actually been a little slow on getting new Disney dishes out there over the last few weeks because I've had a lot of stuff going on but I'm hoping to get back to that this week and have a new Disney dish and uh, but either way we are still posting classic recipes on the newsletter every single week.
1: Yeah I mean we just got back from vacation still getting all that unsettled and getting ready for Disneyland and all that so. Yeah. Busy, 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 lots of stuff going on. So uh, the other way to stay in touch
0: with us is on social media. As I mentioned, we'll be posting a lot of the pictures from our Disneyland trip, our upcoming Walt Disney World trips, etc. on social media. Please follow us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel where we're kind of putting out this content on YouTube, not as you know, elaborate a video as we were doing once, but it still is just kind of another way that you can listen to the show. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account,
1: Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. We really love hearing from you. It's just so warm and touching when, you know, each week that we get emails from people. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to let you all know, we love it. Continue that. And if you do have any questions for us, um, you know, sometimes it's just a question of clarification that we may just respond back to you. But if it's something that we think a lot of people might have a question on, we'll, we'll definitely share it as well.
0: Yes. Uh, love uh, the interaction either off the show or on the show mm-hmm. with you all. So anyway, whether it be on uh, social media, if you want to direct message us or just you know contact us straight through the channels of uh, social media, or of course the Gmail account, that's great. Also, another thing we love is reviews. If you ever leave us right. a review, a five-star review, I'm not probably not going to read a one Star review no. on the air, <laughs> but a five-star review, I will be happy to read on the air and give you credit for. It. And thank you very much for that, and for all those who have already given us reviews, we really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
1: definitely appreciate it. Love so, the feedback. Yes, very
0: much. So, uh, as for today's show, we got we have lots of stuff for you, including we received all sorts, like so many <laughs> details about Disney Cruise Line's newest ship that will join the fleet next year. You know, we're going to talk all about that. Yeah, and Disneyland's membership program may become coming a little bit sooner than we expected. We will talk about that as well. But let's get to our main topic of the week. So, yeah, this week's topic, we're going back to our trip from just a couple weeks ago, our April Walt Disney World trip recap part two this week (laughs) Uh, this is uh, of course our entire trip started we went from Saturday April 17th to Saturday April 24th Uh, we covered the first four days last week if you haven't heard that episode yet go back and check it out Uh, part one of the trip recap we include our stay at Bay Lake Towers uh, our journey to Epcot for the taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival and our uh, visit to Disney's Hollywood Studios definitely check that out it was a Fun episode to cover mm-hmm. today. We'll be doing the second half of the trip, which will be Wednesday through Saturday. That's going to include our return visit to the Magic Kingdom Park, uh, going to Disney's Animal uh, Disney Animal Animal Kingdom Park uh, for Earth Day and its birthday, mm-hmm. as well as we spent a few days out on the Space Coast, and we'll talk a little bit about yes, that as well. So, fun days. So uh, we'll start with Wednesday, which was the day that we went to visit Magic Kingdom. It was. Uh, Great day, beautiful day, a little bit toasty, but very nice day to go visit the Magic Kingdom.
1: Right. I mean, we had had that little taste of it the first day there, but this was where we were really going to spend time to really, you know, capture the full essence of the park, and it was a very special day. Yeah, um, it was great, top to bottom, really loved
0: it, Uh, totally enjoyed ourselves. The first thing we did, we walked over from Bay Lake Towers. Mm -hmm. One of the benefits of staying at Bay Lake Towers or the Contemporary is the easy walk Uh, Straight there, walk there, walk back. Um, It's just it just was one of the
1: magical parts of staying at any at, the, at the, that resort. Right. It's so convenient. I mean, it is nice, you know, taking monorails and it's convenient in one direction and not as much, so not that it's inconvenient, but the walk is super great. And you feel like, Oh good. I did some more walking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, cause you need more walking when you go to the Walt Disney World <laughs> Resort because you just don't do enough of it. Uh, but it, it's not, it's not a tough walk. It's a quick walk, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Um, you know, there's a, you, your own security checkpoint where it's hardly ever a line to go through really easy so um it really works well uh we did do the facial recognition mm-hmm. uh test entry point uh going into magic kingdom which was kind of cool we wanted to be sure when we found it we thought it was going to be at mo- multiple parks right. but it, it just is uh currently at magic kingdom right now what did you think of doing the facial recognition entry point
1: yeah i was excited about it i was surprised at how many other people were interested and in, you know knew about it it and we're interested in doing it as well so um yeah it was it was neat doing that and i look forward to seeing what comes of this uh you know pilot project that they're trying out Mm -hmm. yeah so you
0: uh i thought it was really easy uh, and it was just. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I may be um, not remembering it mm-hmm. exactly right. But you just kind of went up there and you tapped your magic band there and stood in front of the camera and uh, took your picture, and that was it. You went in. You know, it cleared you. It says your your magic band's good. You have a reservation, and you can go in. And then that was it. And this is going to be used later on to kind of uh, be able to. Get us into the parks if everything works as expected.
1: Is right. That, am, I, am I right on all that? Yeah, you did have to take your mask off, obviously. That's right. So yes. you'd have a full facial um, feature situation there so um yeah i think mine took a little bit longer i don't know what it's because what you're short the camera <laughs> had to pan way down to
0: see you there I
1: don't know. It's, it's like was... where is she
0: oh she's a little she's just a little vertically
1: challenged right. i got it <laughs> i mean it, Get it the like child's said, camera it, out yeah. right. <laughs> it really was a moment but it was funny that yours was bing and you threw, through and mine was like all right hold on no. okay all right, now it's ready. <laughs> yeah, right. we,
0: we know this guy. We've seen him. We're already keeping our eye on this guy. So I they know. You know, already had facial recognition on me. Anyway, easy. Uh, it, we don't know how long they're going to be doing this test for, but if they're doing it, we I, we suggest giving it a, a try because right, I, right. it's, it's kind of fun and um, it's something that could come into play later on as the they are developing new technology for ways to get in and out of the park
1: right it is amazing that it was you know just before the pandemic here at Disneyland that they were still looking at photos like when you would scan your ticket mm-hmm. in it would pull up your photo on you, you know they had like these little handheld um, right. devices and it would have your picture and the name so um, it's neat that they're going to the next level with technology to do that
0: right exactly so so we walked into magic kingdom it was so great to be back um went around went to the hub uh, the dapper dans were up there mm-hmm. singing away which was great and we had already texted him. He was there waiting for us. Yes, that's what, and we mentioned it a little bit on last week's episode. That is where we met Justin Monorail from the Morning Monorail family, the Morning Monorail podcast. Um, and we just had the best day with him.
1: Yeah, it was a blast. First of all, I think I mentioned this last week, too, is that, you know, very much appreciate to appreciative that he took the time midweek, you know, to set up up his schedule so he could meet with us out there and so that was really touching and nice that he did that and you know he's so fun and it's great to have that opportunity just you know one on one to get to know somebody better ask some questions you know and get to really understand them you know we've had some small chats when we've done each other's shows this was great though really getting to you know know each other better
0: right and we've mentioned it before one of the surprising things. Uh, surprisingly great things about doing this podcast uh, that we found is the, the community that mm-hmm. we've been involved with, that we found that uh, are relatively like-minded with us. They're good people um, that we've really just kind of grown with as this show has grown and um, it's so great whenever we get the chance to actually meet some of them in person for the first time. We feel like we've you know communicated so often, like you said, on social media mm-hmm. uh, through being on each other's shows. It almost felt like we'd known each other for a long time, um, but we'd never really met face to face before. But it was a really easy conversation. We went, you know, we got together. Yes. Um, you know, we're we're vaccinated. We hugged it out, you know, which right. was nice to do. And then we uh, we took our trek down Main Street USA, walking right down
1: the of Main <laughs> Street. US. Well, kind of going on what you were saying, you know, like with social media, you do get an you know an understanding of people, and and as I mentioned also with us chatting as we were getting ready to record different podcasts, um, so y- you have that acquaintance, I guess is the best way to feel like you kind of already know that, that like that groundwork is done. It's unlike, you know, when you go to a a cocktail party and you're meeting people and you're trying to, you know, start with the very basic of small talk to get to know somebody. So that's nice that that was already out of the way. Uh, We already knew he was an amazing and fun person to be with. So it was great to share that in person. Um, And I think we, we talked about this with him. It's as adults, you don't have that same kind of feeling generally like kids do when they go to start a school year or something and they make new friends and it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. And, and to have that feeling again as adults, it's just so unique and just amazing and great to call justin our new friend <laughs> yeah our new in that, friend in who's, that regard. who's been our old friend, old friend for yeah. a <laughs> long time yeah uh,
0: unfortunately samantha monorail I couldn't know. make it out she couldn't get off work that day sorry sam we missed you yes. uh, dearly um we hope that in the future we're, we have a trip in june we have other trips coming up um we're expecting that eventually we will be able to connect with you as well as well as the rest Kids. of the monorail fa- family um we're excited for it but we had a great time and then we went to big thunder um that was our first ride that we did together i Heard uh, Justin talking about it on the latest right, monorail yep, podcast. We, yep. we will always have that. Yes, we will always right. have Big Thunder. And
1: that uh, he got in the last right. seat. He That's was happy about that.
0: Yeah. So. Um, we did Haunted Mansion. We did Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. I bought him a Dole Whip and we just sat back and talked and, you know, you know, discuss many things that have been going on over the last several months, mm-hmm. especially over the last year during the pandemic, pandemic. and <laughs> and uh, just shared some good times, some laughs. Uh, it was it was just a, a, a great morning uh, with Justin Monroe.
1: Right. It was fun to share some things that were, you know, somewhat new to us that we, you know, either didn't get to do last trip or just some things change like jungle cruise, how they're already starting to reimagine some things. And, you know, to be able to share that with a friend was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Great
0: time. Uh, looking forward again to connecting with him and the whole monorail crew and, and virtually everybody else that we have connected right. with. Uh, thanks to this podcast out on social media and through uh, the newsletter responses, whatever. So right. that was a great time. So I'm sorry. I
1: I think I diverted from your walk down, middle of Main Street, though. Uh, well, that flow...
0: we kind of went through that. We walked down Main Street. We took the left. We went to Big... We You would notice right away that the Big Thunder's wait wasn't very long. As a matter yeah. of fact, it was less than it was... As most things are, they're cushioned nowadays. It was right. less than we expected. We pretty much walked right on to Big Thunder as we did with Haunted Mansion as well. Pretty mm-hmm. much walked right into Haunted Mansion. So um, that worked out really well for us. And uh, so, like I said, great morning with, uh, with Justin. Um, we got to around noon and we had a reservation for the Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen. Say that five times fast. (laughs) Um, So that was when we said our goodbyes to Justin. I know he spent the rest of the day at the park and took a lot of great pictures. And we're very happy for him. But but we went to have our lunch. And as always, the Skipper Canteen is terrific. It's our favorite spot to eat at Magic Kingdom.
1: Right. It is, you know, if you haven't had an opportunity to go there, it, it really is worth it. First of all, the, you know, if you love the Jungle Cruise and the comedy of it, it you know, it they don't hit you over the head with it, but it's there, you know, and it's the little touches of it. Um, and there are three distinct areas to eat, and they really do try to accommodate your requests. You know, it, it's all dependent on how much you're willing to wait as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, again, we requested uh, a particular room, and they accommodated us, and it really wasn't adding to the weight that I saw. No,
0: we actually got in much when we asked for it. Sometimes we have to wait, you know, an extra 15, 20 minutes or whatever. It was like immediate. Uh, So we just got lucky with our timing that we were able to get right in. But yeah, the two side rooms, I believe are the C room, and the jungle room Mm -hmm. uh and i we highly recommend uh if you if you go there um try asking for one of those rooms because they just they're just a little more quaint right quiet Um, nothing wrong with the the main um the main area the main commissary area there but um we just like those other two rooms much better
1: yes i mean i do think the main room you know it is larger and you get a little bit more light and a little bit more maybe things well, I guess not more things to see because there are quite a few mm-hmm. little th- touches in the other rooms too. But yeah, you're right. It is, it does have a more quaint feeling to it. Mm-hmm. More, you know, especially if you're trying to have a conversation, right. I think it makes it easier. Just it's a little less noisy, A
0: little quieter, and just uh, yeah, it's just it's just nicer. But food's always great oh there. It's um, yeah. it's very, it's always kind of uh, this interesting um, mixture of various different cuisines, you know, whether it be um, Indian, African, mm-hmm. you know, just all sorts of Asian, all sorts of uh, different cuisines from around the world kind of put together. Uh, you got the sustainable fish with kind right. of a haban- habanero um, barbecue mm-hmm. sauce that was with it that we've had before and it's delicious. It is
1: delicious. It, you know, and, and I don't think I'm as adventurous of an eater as you are. So I I, I put point that out because if, if you're listening and you're not the, the biggest adventurer um, it still has things to offer mm-hmm. that are not scary. And, um, but that dish, you know, their sustainable fish does change, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what, what is currently available, uh, in, in that category. But it is always, you know, great and it has great accompaniments with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great dish. I've had it
0: before and I love it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got what is it? Uh, stews, um, Curry. It was like the right. crew stew, curry or whatever it was, uh, that is always wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is so tasty. It is one of my favorite dishes, and I'm happy to get it every single time. Um, and right. and we, you know, a nice glass of uh, glass of wine. You had a, a riesling. Mm-hmm. I had a sauvignon blanc. Uh, went great
1: with the dish. And it was just a, a wonderful, nice, quiet lunch in one of our favorite spots. It, yeah, it really is. Um, and like I said, the decor is really relaxing, especially if you're you know running around I mean that day we weren't so much but there are times that we are and it's nice to have that relaxation Um, and you know they do provide for discounts certain discounts whether it's um, DVC I don't know about annual passes. Yeah, uh, tables, in tables in Wonderland. As long Wonderland, as you yep. know,
0: tables we're still up in the air on what's happening with tables right. in Wonderland. Uh, I think ours just expired at the well, end I of this know. month, Ooh. unfortunately. But at least we got to use it one more time. Yep. Um, so we're still up in the air on what's going to happen with tables in Wonderland. But uh, up to this point, it has been available mm-hmm. there. If you do want a glass of wine or whatever, it's right. right? It's that's included a, in yeah, the discount. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so. Uh, always enjoyable. Love this Skipper Canteen. It's a must-do every time we go to you know, have a day at Magic Kingdom. And mm-hmm. uh, we suggest you uh, check it out yourself. Yes. Yeah. So uh, after we left the Skipper Canteen, we decided we were going to get a few more pictures. There was one in particular that we were looking for. So we went out um, by the castle. It was a beautiful day, mostly sunny. Mm -hmm. You know, we got some great pictures uh, out by Cinderella Castle. Uh, Then we found the one we were looking for. Mm -hmm. It was our second chance to do the super Zoom photo, this one uh, in the hub there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think we've been looking forward to that one for a while now since they've had it. And we uh, really haven't had an opportunity uh, until now to to really get that. And it looked a little iffy for a second there, but Hey, that came through.
0: Yeah. Uh, because sometimes the, 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 the cameras will not be quite working the right. way they need them to. or they're not talking to the, the people that are trying to get them to work, whatever. And that, that was happening with this one for a while, but we lucked out in our timing and actually yes. there wasn't much, there was only one, family in line they were waiting for another family member who had gone off because they've been waiting to go right. get a snack or go use the restroom or something I don't know so we got to actually go first, first in front of yeah. them um and it really worked out well and uh we got a great picture there and, and happy
1: to do that and we will we'll, talk about another time we did that here coming up later in this episode yeah yeah I, I don't know if it's just me that i'm in tune to it more but i just find the photographers even more friendly than before the pandemic. I mean, not that they were ever bad, but it just seems like they have a, a new energy to them.
0: Yeah, uh, you don't know what it is about it, but yeah, I kind of agree with you that it just, I mean, that they... The the photo pass photographers at Disney are always great. They've always been great, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. We've had some, maybe it's just we've been lucking into some really good um, encounters with some of them recently.
1: Right. I mean, I think in the past maybe to get some of the magic shots, there was more of an attempt needed to request it, and now it was offered way more mm-hmm. often. Maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. I don't know. It could be I don't that know. they have more of them, so maybe mm-hmm. they're excited. Right. There's a lot more photo ops. Yeah. So,
0: so that was actually all we kind of did for Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. that day. Uh, we actually headed back to our back to Bay Lake Towers, back yes. to our room for one reason,s because I mentioned it last episode. I'm in the I'm in the currently looking for a new job, and I was approached. I had an, I had an email saying, I you know we need you to fill out this information, right. and since I don't want to a potential job to be waiting for me, uh, we went back and you know I filled out this information, and then when we were back, we're like, yeah it's kind of nice here. We've got this great room. Mm-hmm. Also, it looks really nice at the pool. It might be crowded down there because it's a really right. nice day, but let's go check it out. Worst comes to worst. We'll go pick up a poolside cocktail. Right. right? <laughs> so we went down there, uh, picked up, Well, actually, we we went to the pool, you know, changed into our pool gear just in case we found a spot, looked around the pool. It didn't look like we were going to find a good spot. But just in time, Michelle, eagle (laughs) eye that she is, spotted the perfect (laughs) two chairs under an umbrella. It just opened up. We just saw them be cleaned right before us. And we knew uh, that was no problem. Plopped down there and went and got us some uh, cocktails, some bar cocktails, and just enjoyed the afternoon by the pool another,
1: you know, what was it, three hours or so there? Yeah, exactly. Um, By the way, if if you're interested, they do, this was at the Contemporary this time versus Bay Lake Tower Pool. Um, They do have people that will take your cocktail order, but it might not be as efficient as just going to get it yourself and...
0: I mean, I guess if you if you want a cocktail and you're still kind of keeping an eye on your kids or whatever, right. it might be easier for you than trying to, you know, leave, be out of their sight right. and, and go to the pool bar and pick these things up. Uh, but as far as timing wise, it was much quicker for me to go walk up there and get <laughs> yeah. them myself than it was because, you know, I mean, the, you know, the the waitresses, she's taking orders from four or five different families yes. or whatever. And then you have to go back there, get the drinks made. And she ran into a problem where there are people visiting the bar and she was trying to get drinks right. made. So it was like, you know, it's where do those fall in line? So it took a while yes. uh, for that for, for that for drink that to come. Drink, yeah. um, but it's all what works best for right. you. So. So uh, that was nice. It was a really nice afternoon by the pool. uh, Both our pool days, which we don't normally do more than just, uh, you know, maybe one day, maybe one afternoon Uh, at the pool. We uh, decided to take advantage of it more this time and really enjoyed our both our pool days.
1: Right. It it definitely was nice that it was, you know, spring weather. So it wasn't really cold. Like when we went in February, it was very cold when we went to the pool and it wasn't like summer heat and humidity so it was perfect pool weather it's just
0: nice enough to be able to get a little sun if you wanted to or like we got umbrella um Mm -hmm. uh chases each time uh also just sit there in the shade and and relax and just enjoy the afternoon with a cocktail and a book or whatever you Mm -hmm. wanted to do so that was really nice so uh we did eventually leave the pool because actually i needed to pick up a rental car (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) because we uh we have something planned for the end of the week that we was going to take us away from the walt disney world resort so we needed to get a rental car and uh, the one great thing about this is that before we even left on our journey um the company that we rented through, which Mm -hmm. uh, is at the Disney or the Orlando Disney car care center there um, called us and said, you know, are you going to need a shuttle to get this car? Yeah. When do you need it? And then we scheduled it well ahead of time. Now I wouldn't suggest you depending on that. If you need, if you're planning to rent from the car care center there um, be sure and call to get the shuttle and schedule the shuttle to pick you up and do it as early as possible. That way you can get the Mm -hmm. time you want. Uh, but it was really convenient. They picked me up right on time. I was the only one in the shuttle. We, we did an afternoon pickup, so I think it was it was just slower at that right. point as well. And uh, you know, zipped me there, went right to the counter, signed a couple things, got my car, and was right back within an hour back oh, to yeah, less uh, yeah, much back less to our yes. hotel room and another nice dinner that Michelle <laughs> made us. <laughs> You're sweet. Michelle did all the cooking for this trip. It was great. Dude. It was
1: my pleasure. Again, it wasn't as. Uh, Gourmet or as yummy as what you do It was yummy was, to me. I was glad to do it for you. And
0: it was. We had a. We had another nice dinner. Uh, went. Got up on Thursday. This was the day we were leaving the uh, Walt Disney World Resort, leaving Bay Lake Towers. So we had to pack up. Uh, I think we actually did most of our packing the night before, so we didn't have that much to do. Right. Sometimes in the mornings on the day we're leaving, we're like rushing around. We're exactly. not getting out of there till like eleven. You know, just pushing that checkout time. Right. You know, exactly. Uh, but we had no problem this time with yeah. it. Yeah.
1: And again, you know, when you're in the one bedroom or, or nice, you know, one bedroom, two bedroom suites, they do come with the washer and dryer right there yeah. in the room, which is real convenient. But if you're staying there and you're not in one of those rooms, if you're a DVC member, you can still use the um, washer and dryers, mm-hmm. it, like in the community centers usually or near there uh, for free. Um, and if you're not DVC, they, they have availabilities for paying them for them, but they're really convenient. Yeah. Uh,
0: Agreed with that. And and believe me, I
1: mean, I know that,
0: you know, using the points, a lot of points, or actually paying for some of these suites you know, within mm-hmm. the DVC resorts uh, can be quite expensive. Can use up a lot of points. Um, but the, you know, being able to do your laundry there, especially when you you could be flying and paying for checked luggage or whatever, if you can you know consolidate that into right. either one checked bag or not have to do it at all and you're just doing carry on or right. whatever, um, it, you do save a little bit of money in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just nice to be able to. Ah, uh, freshen up some of the clothes you have, especially when it gets to when the days get hotter. And right, you're going to be sweating through those yes. clothes quite often. That yeah, Florida humidity. So, anyway, uh, continuing on with Thursday. Uh, you know, we got done. Took our bags down to our rental car and this was Animal Kingdom Day, yes. which was really exciting because not only have we not been to Disney's Animal Kingdom for a long, long time, uh, but also it was Earth Day, right. uh, which they had some special things going for. And uh, Earth Day also just happens to be Animal Kingdom's birthday. Right. It was its
1: 23rd birthday this year. Yeah. So it was really fun and special. And uh, on Wednesday when we were with Justin, he really did share some... You know perspective on how to enjoy animal kingdom a little better so we definitely put those good ideas to use um and and found that yeah there was some things not that we ever disliked it it was just um not on our top list of of parks to go especially if we had limited days um, that we would ne- not not necessarily include it in our our itinerary, no,
0: and and we've mentioned this before. We like Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, mm-hmm. just fine. Uh, but of the four parks, it's the one we visit the least. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we live here in San Diego. And living in San Diego, you may know this uh, across definitely if you live in San Diego, mm-hmm. you know this in Southern California. But across the country, you may know this because uh, we have a world renowned. Right. Uh, zoo here in San Diego. Not only just the zoo, which is spectacular on its own, mm-hmm. it has an extension off in the other part of the county called the Safari Park, which has a lot of similarities to what you find at Disney's Animal Kingdom
1: Park. Right, it's where you'll find a lot of information and, and get to see a lot of animals that are um, on severely endangered lists that they are trying to uh, work on reproduction and and so yeah, you're right. It it is having that here already makes animal kingdom albeit great maybe again one of those if we have a shortened I uh, number of days that we wouldn't include
0: right but we do love that don't mm-hmm. get us wrong we love that part you're just saying you know if people question why we don't go to it as often uh, that's probably why it's right. because we just kind of we we can kind of get that thing at home right. a lot so we want to do the things that we don't get it, it, to do as often exactly. at home or as, as readily or as, as readily available uh, to us so well said but anyway we really enjoyed this day at, mm-hmm. uh, I mean we weren't there the whole day we did do about a half day there because we were, mm-hmm. we were heading out to meet family. But uh, we did have a great uh, morning and early afternoon at a Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Took a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. A yes. lot of pictures. We got around to pictures uh, with uh, more of the Disney Photo Pass right. uh, photographers whenever we had the chance. Um, we did another Super Zoom. I mentioned we were doing yes. a Super Zoom before. Um, outside. I think, well, I have to, I'll have to ask you about this one. Okay. Um, this one kind of takes place pretty close to where um, Expedition Everest is. There's a little temple there where they did the Rivers of Light where the stands are there. There's a kind of a little temple area there. This is where this one takes place if you're looking for it. And there's actually a sign uh, as you're walking by there to kind of direct you to it. But um, I found it... That was one of my. I, I I don't know which one was my favorite super super zoom, but that might have been my favorite. What did you think?
1: Yes, I agree with you. It, I think it was my favorite. Um, it is their newest one, mm-hmm. um, and it's very. Um, they I, I, I love their whole process mm-hmm. of it. Right, so you're standing in a you know in a queue out outside, but then they bring each individual party to the, you know, to this area where they're going to take the shot, you know, and it has a convenient location table to set your things on and everything. Um, so it, it really was, a more, I don't know, I want to say intimate kind of experience with the photographer and in how they guided you around the building to get set up for it. And, um, you know, at that point, then you're set away from everybody else, whereas the other ones, you're kind of in the midst of Mm -hmm. everything going on. So this was that's why I felt the word intimate might have, you know, met the qualifications, for this experience, right, I I agree with that, that because of the fact that you're kind of going into
0: this temple whatever it right. is you know and and you're up there and the shot comes across the lake where the mm-hmm. river's of light happens um and it or happened happens. Yeah. Uh, um where that shot comes from uh, so you kind of get this cool view in this temple right. of you and it really works out well i did like the uh galaxy's edge one as well that has you know a little bit you get a little shot of the right. like falcon in it and everything i like that one too i liked them all don't get me wrong I, I thought i i loved all the super zoom photos but i just i agree with you i think the intimacy of this one the feeling of intimacy more you know not having everybody around you Watching right. you so much when you were getting this picture to- taken, um, maybe lent
1: to why I enjoyed it so much. Right, more. exactly. Although the one at Ga- uh, Galaxy's Edge was funny, where she said, "Okay, now turn around. <laughs> yeah, have your back towards me." And I'm like, "What? Yeah. How, wh- what is this going to look like?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was the first one we did too, so we didn't know right. what the experience would be like. So, and by the way, there there are two. Uh, super zoom photos in Star Wars Galaxies. Edge. Right. I don't know if we mentioned this last episode. I think, we, episode, did. I think but... we
1: said why we couldn't get the second right. one Okay. because of the queue. But in
0: case, well, go back and listen to that episode. But just to refresh your memory on that, if you don't, there's one that's over by Docking Bay 7 Food mm-hmm. and Cargo, which is more readily available because it, it just doesn't get as clogged up there. Right. The other one is by um, um, First Order Cargo. Um, when the queue millennia falcon smugglers run gets extended it kind of goes in through that area where right. that super zoom would normally happen it won't happen at that point if there's a, a queue there so you, you if you're expecting that one you you may not find it there but just right. to let you know so
1: and you'll want to go online or on the app and see what times they're doing these photos mm. because it's not from opening till closing right that's a good point. Michelle's tips
0: always <laughs> the best tips. So, uh, the other thing we had fun doing was the wilderness explorers, which we've we've got a small taste of it. You know, a couple times when we've been there, but we never really kind of delved into it more. And we really delved into this yes. one as we we're because we we're just kind of walking around the park checking things out and it was really fun you know we we got collected badges learned all sorts of stuff we didn't know you know and we were able to check out a lot of animals while we were doing it and right. it was
1: just a really good time it was you know i mean i think we had uh, i don't know if we had mentioned this but some of the queues were were longer than what we had really wanted or planned for because of our time of trying to get out of that park a little earlier Uh, so we thought, all right, what else can we do? And we did know, um, that because it was earth day, they were having a special separate badge just for earth day, which was fun because it's just special, right? But you're right. The things we were hearing about the animals, you know, when we've done like with Scott and everything, it's just, you know, it's been kind of fun, but this time, I don't know. it, It just seemed more on a different level. Like, you know, an adult level. I mean, we found out about those mountain lions and in their uh, inside their nose, the chambers to right. warm it up, and that they said that's the, the something. That's, le- I
0: think they're snow leopards. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes, you're right, snow leopards, and that that's something that they had only discovered in the last six months yeah so it's like wow Brand new information yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was you know like wow that's pretty amazing when you think about it such something so new that they're finding out about an animal out there um and you know some of the other things you know like doing the scavenger hunt was kind of, of the bug things were funny or yeah. the outdoor not necessarily bugs some bugs but yeah um that was kind of funny and hokey but all in all the experience i thought was a much higher level of experience than what I thought was just for kids.
0: Right. Uh, and it, But it was also, you know, because some of the questions they ask or whatever, mm-hmm. you could tell those are more meant for kids. But there was a lot of information like you were just talking about right. with the snow leopard that I think would go over a lot of kids' uh, heads, you know, that wouldn't really maybe put it all
1: together, but right. we're like, wow, we were
0: like fascinated by and thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Stuff, I mean, I know? think
1: they tailored it because it was, you know, they were just talking to two adults. And I think they probably yeah. adjust things based on who they're talking to. Right. Mm-hmm. And all the cast members that were leading
0: uh, all those different uh, groups that mm-hmm. were really involved yeah. and had, you know, some great information. You could tell they were excited to pass along a lot of that right. information to us. And uh, it was really fun. Right. Their great passion was definitely right. noticeable. Yeah, and we didn't get every badge. We got probably about half the badges. Right. I want to say we did get the special badge. We wanted to be sure and yes. do that. Um, but the good news is because we didn't get all the badges, we have more fun to look That's forward right. to the next time we get out to uh, Animal Kingdom Park and you know, complete our Wilderness Explorers badges. Right, and, right. You
1: know, that was a lot of fun. So, and to have these booklets now with that special birthday badge that doesn't have like a a, each of the badges you know so if you've never done the this experience you can pick up a book in many different locations uh, a little booklet and then um you know it has in each page it has where you put the badge of that location yeah it's a sticker, That's, yeah, a sticker yeah. of the different spots throughout the park that you're going and you're hearing about either you know something mainly about the animals or the lifestyle or you know what what makes an area unique and then you get this like you said a sticker that goes in a particular particular spot in the book and for earth Day. We had to figure out where to put that badge because yeah. it was uh, unique. Yeah, I think we put it. We uh, really put it on the inside cover or the back. I can't recall. I think but. we we each had a book, and I, I think one put it on the back and one put it on the inside cover. Yeah. So, Very good.
0: So yeah. it was great. Uh, they were also had some special uh, Earth Day birthday backdrops mm-hmm. and some stuff that was uh, through the app that you could add to your photos and everything. So uh, if you get the chance to go in the future on uh, Earth Day on right. uh, Disney's Animal. Kingdom Park's birthday. Uh, There's lots of cool stuff for you to check out and we highly recommend it. Yeah,
1: they had some different foods that were specific for Earth Mm -hmm. Day and I think those they had a, a few days beforehand or, you know, like maybe most of the week. I don't think it was all week. Right. Right. So
0: a lot of fun. Great Mm -hmm. time. I had a great time there. And then it was time for us to go ahead and move on because we had we we were excited to see family again because we haven't seen them in so very long as as many of us have, you know, over this pandemic time. So um, off to our rental car and then uh, we drove off to the Space Coast uh, to meet. Michelle's sister and brother-in-law, Helen and Tom at their condo, mm-hmm. which is right on, the water. right on the water. We've taken pictures out there. I think when our February trip, mm-hmm. you may have seen some of those uh, out there before. Um, it was just wonderful to reconnect with them. We like we said we haven't seen them in over a year and it, we're all
1: fully vaccinated so yes. we could just sit and have a great conversation and
0: enjoy each other's company
1: and it was just great catching up with them. Oh yeah, it was it was a blast and you know perfect setting to do it in and like you said um you know although we were out in their loca- in their spot in February this time they were there too yeah. so that was nice.
0: Yeah, it wasn't just nice to see them. They're just only good, they're only going to be out for a couple months so we're glad that it fell within yeah. our of when we were going out there, that we were able to visit with them for a little bit. Uh, that was the end of Thursday. Friday, we woke up and we were treated to because this was supposed to happen the morning before, and we were a little disappointed. <laughs> we're like, oh, we're going to just miss it. But it got delayed by 24 hours. So we woke up the next morning very, very, very early. early, very, <laughs> very early. Uh, but we were lucky enough to be able to catch uh, the launch of the SpaceX Falcon 9, uh, of and it, it's the Capsule Dragon. And crew two, which was headed to the International Space Station, so not only was this a rocket launch, which we were lucky enough to get a rocket launch when we were there in February, right. this was a rocket launch of a crew, which was also uh, extra special.
1: Right. I mean, I, when we saw the one in February, it was putting like a, a satellite type of equipment mm-hmm. up. Um, this one being manned and that they were they were going to the International Space Space Station, it seemed like the booster rocket was way more. Powerful mm-hmm. this time and really lit up the sky beautifully. You you took some great photos and and video of it. It was I, I thought you captured it pretty well, um, but being there and seeing it live is just spectacular. And I think actually I heard on the news that they are delayed coming back by a day, mm-hmm. and they're um, because of weather in their uh, return land site off of the coast of Florida. So I think they're they're returning. Tomorrow Sunday, so by the time people are listening to this, they'll probably have returned. Nice, nice.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, we had a great day. Um, I think we lucked out weather-wise in that we were able to see the launch for much longer than the first launch. Again, you may be correct. It may be a different booster, whatever the case it was. But we were able to really see it much more. It was doing some really cool stuff with the atmosphere as it was going off. You know, if you go back and look at our social media and see some of the video I took of it, it was really cool. And we could even see the booster coming back down to land. We were kind of watching it as it went down and then we ran inside real quickly to see. You can't actually see it when it lands. but. You can see it's like it's not there, and then it's there. Suddenly there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you see this X on the on the landing spot, and right. then suddenly it's there.
0: Right. Um, so we were able to kind of track it as it was coming down, right. which was pretty cool too. So um, that was great. Um, just a really exciting way to spend the morning, and mm-hmm. we're so yeah we got lucky in that regard. Yeah. Um. So, but and then we just kind of spent the day with with Helen and Tom. We took out, we went out and toured the communities around Space Coast, the, right. the Space Coast a lot, just kind of just to get out for
1: the day and explore around and see what the communities were like.
0: And that was a lot of fun on Friday. Yeah.
1: I mean, there is a lot of growth. I mean, now that, you know, NASA and SpaceX have this, you know, um, collaboration to have more activities with launches, you can see the growth out there. It's just amazing. Booming Um, housing market. yeah, Yeah. Yes. You know, so interesting stuff
0: yeah uh so we got to check all that out uh and then just you know again it was just this was family time Mm -hmm. you know spending time with Helen and Tom enjoying their condo enjoying their company and uh you know we had a nice dinner with them from a local seafood spot and um just good we we actually uh uh, got Tom hooked on a couple of secrets about the Mandalorian from the behind the <laughs> yes, scenes. The Mandalorian. Right. He was really excited because he didn't know about uh, the volume and right. some other things, some of the technology that was they were using to make this show. So he couldn't wait to watch it again <laughs> after we showed him how they,
1: you know, how that it looks like they're on location, but they're really just in this giant kind of studio. Right, you know? right. It was it, it was great seeing him get. Energy, re-energized about that and and you and Tom went to bed earlier than Helen and I did um, on Thursday night and I got her hooked into um, WandaVision which uh, <laughs> she is not as familiar with the characters but definitely with the genres of, right. of style in there, the storytelling so uh, she kind of got excited about that as well so I think we had fun sharing those experiences with family too.
0: Yeah, uh, that was a great time uh, Saturday was much of the same You know, got up, had a nice breakfast with them <laughs> Towards communities just, just because it was just nice to do. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was time for us to catch our plane back. We, we, we did get some barbecue first because right. why not? Uh, <laughs> some barbecue, local barbecue, <laughs> and, um, then went off and, and caught our plane had a, you know, it was a little long flight back to yes. San Diego, but it was a nice pleasant flight. Uh, back to san diego aside from the length um, right we were on the tarmac for like almost an hour for yeah. some reason i don't I know. know we still don't know why that right. was because the flight crew never told us but um whatever the case so as we got home uh just really great trip we were exhausted but we had a wonderful wonderful time on our walt disney world vacation
1: yeah safe travels in both directions and everything like that so uh all in all it was a fabulous fabulous time yes so
0: if you have any questions for us about our trip if you're planning a trip coming up and you want us to give you any tips any pointers um, just anything you want to ask us, please please hit us up either through social media or through our Gmail account. We'd be happy to answer them for you. And now we look forward to our next Walt Disney World trip with some more friends in June. Right. And of course, as we mentioned already, we have Disneyland coming up tomorrow, Yay! which we're really excited about. <laughs> but that is a wrap up of our Walt Disney World, our April Walt Disney World trip recap. This one is part two. Always a great time at the Walt Disney World Resort. Yes. Just such a, a wonderful trip. Um, I think we found, not that we ever had this problem or issue before, but we have found kind of new ways to approach the parks during the this this pandemic time mm-hmm. where things are a little different. But I'm really enjoying I mean, yes, maybe we're not hitting as many attractions as we would in the past, but we're finding that nice balance of getting a few attractions right. in, but exploring a lot of uh, what else there is to offer at the parks.
1: Yes, and photo opportunities we've yeah. really delved into that and, and i think we're hooked now yeah. i think we're really hooked on on being able to come home and seeing all those great photo sh- shots that have been taken with you know some pixie dust at it yeah. and it, yeah loving it a lot of fun yeah. a lot of fun my my friend that's at disneyland this morning it has already texted me that there are a lot of photo ops oh good and, and things there yeah, so to it. yeah
0: yeah i've already seen some pictures of the one that's uh, the uh, from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This oh, kind of really? The, uh, um, spoiler alert for Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier, the Captain America Falcon, um, you know, kind of it's not with him, uh-huh. but kind of a backdrop of like his wings oh, and wow. a shield and stuff. It looks nice. pretty cool. So we might have to stop by and do that one yes. tomorrow. We'll see. So let's get to our Disney stories of the week. We have a just a couple for you this week, but they were fairly big ones especially one ginormous one uh, and that is we receive many of the details of Disney Cruise Line's newest ship that is scheduled to join the fleet next year mm-hmm. so cool hope you got to see some of the uh, once upon a Disney wish uh, show that right. they aired um, on Thursday morning because it was really fun uh, and it also you know involved our favorite cruise director Ashley who tried to, uh, did some right. great things for us on our, our Panama Canal cruise so we have a soft space in our heart for her and yes. that was kind of cool to see her showcase so much on that
1: right well first of all thank you for recording that so we could and that and that you even held off watching it till we were together that was really sweet but yeah. it was fun doing that together and yeah it was uh, way more information than i was expecting mm-hmm. And totally wet my appetite to want to be on that ship. Because, I mean, I, I knew it would be good, right? But you're thinking, well, it's probably, you know, similar to, you know, a lot of the things on the dream or the fantasy. And it's different. It's yeah.
0: really exciting. And I, I put this out on Twitter. And <laughs> I think that when they decided to design the ship, they're like, you know, let's listen to the Hyperion Adventures podcast and see <laughs> what they really like. And then we're <laughs> going to put all those things into this (laughs) ship because we're going to take all of Tom and Michelle's money. Right, exactly. We're going to leave them with nothing left in their bank account because (laughs) all the stuff on the ship calls directly to us. I know, I know. uh, Let's go through it. This is from actually a Disney Cruise Line press release. They said, when the Disney Wish sets sail in summer 2022, families will discover a mesmerizing new world created especially for them. A celebration of Disney's rich legacy of enchanting enchanting storytelling that brings to life the fantastical worlds, and beloved characters at the heart of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars adventures like never before. The Disney Wish will feature a brand new distinctly Disney design concept inspired by timeless tales of wishes come true. The Motif of Enchantment, a theme found at the heart of so many beloved stories, will manifest in wondrous ways throughout the ship, from the magical forest setting of the Walt Disney Theater to storybook inspired staterooms to the fairy tale castle inspired Grand Hall, where a dazzling wishing star descends for the shimmering chandelier above. Go find the, this video or some of yes. the photos online because the chandelier looks great and the wishing star is,
1: is awesome. Yes, yes. It's, it's amazing. And, and I'm sure there's probably more dialogue there for you to share, but one of the things that really caught my attention, um, you know, like when they were showing that main area is, and that is an area by one of their dining halls mm-hmm. or dining rooms. And they, but that's also where they do some of their, um, uh, parties especially um they they normally have something there but on, on rainy days or whatever they bring in more things there and and it was great to see that they have like a stage look like a stage area for it.
0: right so uh yeah so the grand hall is is going to have, the, of course, it's an atrium that you expect to see when you walk aboard a Disney cruise ship, mm-hmm. which is always ornate and elaborate, and there's a lot of fun things that go on uh, within that. Uh, but this one will also have an area in there that's going to be like a, a stage area. Yeah. So they can put on uh, some of these uh, you know, shows during the middle of the day or you know, at night as people are gathering for dinner or whatever, they can have like our friend's, uh, soul duo right. up there playing or whatever, you know, it's not going to be just on the stairs at the, uh, in the atrium, right. they're going to actually have a stage to perform on, which I think is exciting. So, uh, that's kind of cool. That's a, that's a nice aspect that I like that they're adding to it.
1: Right. It looks like they expanded, um, the area that you could really enjoy that atrium. Whereas like in the evenings, a lot of times it's just kind of a row of photographer with backdrops Mm -hmm. along and this having the stage area and having, you know, the staircase and like you said, the beautiful chandelier, it just felt more festive Mm -hmm. of an area and looking forward to enjoying that. Very much. So that was really cool. Uh,
0: One of the other things that is brand new kind of to, uh, this ship is, they announced that there, it's going to be the first ever attraction at sea. And this is based on the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse. It's the Aqua Mouse. We already had the Aqua Duck. right? You know, this is the Aqua Mouse. The cool thing about this is, yes, it's its, it's kind of a raft kind of water slide slash water roller coaster mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. Uh, but they're going to have like scenes as you go through it. Uh, and actually, it's it, it's supposedly going to have a story, its own particular story based on this attraction. Right. So as you're going through this thing, you're going to see scenes and it's going to tell a story as you go through. I'm, I'm really excited to try it out. I
1: know. I am too. I am too. It looks a little daunting that it goes out beyond the ship Well, you were a little bit concerned about that with the aqua duck but then you got on it and you loved it i know i know i was like (laughs) my my fight or flight uh, (laughs) sensors came on for sure but it it, yeah it was a blast and and definitely want to try this um like, like you're describing, it's just great that Disney is doing storytelling along with the attraction, mm-hmm. you know, and we see that obviously at the parks, but you don't usually think about that as you're going through a water tunnel, right? right. <laughs> so that's great. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I think it's really fascinating. I can't wait to try it. It's uh, 70, 60, 760 feet long uh, and it's just, it's, it looks really cool and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and we'll probably do it on days when are not C days because that's when you do those things because there's right. much less line. <laughs> so, just a, just a little know. tip there. So.
1: And it did show that they had like a regular, more moderate sized. Or or smaller yeah. uh, water slide, you know, more open, not in a tunnel and things like that. You would expect to see at the, the regular pool. normal pool water slide. Yes, nice, nice pool water slide, right. but a little bit different. Yeah. So
0: uh, also, they mentioned that there will be the debut of three new family dining concepts, which are really exciting. Yeah, this is kind of cool. I think the one that called out to you the most mm-hmm. was 1923, right. which is uh, going to be more the the more ornate, the more Uh, sophisticated type dining room, I think, kind of like Triton's or Lumiere's or whatever. Uh, It's named, for, of course, for the year the Walt Disney Company was founded, and they say it is an elegant celebration of the company's legacy, paying homage to the golden age of animation and offering a tasteful tribute to its Californian
1: heritage with dishes inspired by the state's unique fusion of cultural foods. It looked really nice. It really did. And, you know, it's always fun when they you know do pay homage to the you know the original concepts mm-hmm. that created this whole company and so it's great that they're incorporating that i mean it's fun the other ships love them but this was great that they actually incorporated some of that that history storytelling as well right it looks really really cool yeah. and I'm excited for it
0: another one that I'm excited about was the worlds of Marvel mm-hmm. the dining experience which is the first ever Marvel cinematic dining adventure where guests will play an interactive role in an action-packed Avengers mission that unfolds <laughs> around them complete with a worldly menu inspired by the marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. They didn't give us a lot of details on right. it. But if you're talking Marvel.
1: Right. In
0: a show while you're eating dinner. I'm in. I I'm know, excited right? to find out all about
1: it. Yeah. it's It sounds like it's going to be just phenomenal. Um, you know, we've seen interaction with animators palette. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially on the uh, fantasy and the dream because they're actually interacting with guests. um but this sounds like it's taking it to a next level. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And especially because, you know, they, they teased a lot of stuff
0: within the Oceaneer Lab, within the uh, the kids clubs, essentially, right. uh, where they're doing a lot of cool Marvel stuff and everything. So it's good that this will be, you know, because, yeah, you know, The adults don't get in there very often. Sometimes there's open houses. You can try a few things, but you don't get to really experience it. This is going to be something for the whole family to enjoy Marvel-wise while you're at at these uh, meals, which Mm. will be really fun. Yeah, I
1: I don't think... Either of those, though, were your favorite. I was just about
0: to get to that. Now we get to the one where I know they're listening to this show because the next dining experience, I mean, come on, as we all know, hashtag real men love frozen. Well, yes, the next dining experience is Arendelle, a frozen dining adventure. I'm going to get on my best Elsa and (laughs) strut into that dining room the first time we get to go in there for sure.
1: Oh, my gosh. I know. When I saw them show that one, I was just inside cracking up thinking, oh, my God, this was the restaurant for you. Yes. (laughs) So funny! Uh, they, they
0: they talk about it. And they say it's it's Disney's first Frozen-themed theatrical dining experience that will bring the world of Arendelle to life through immersive live entertainment featuring favorite characters like Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, and Olaf, and world-class cuisine infused with Nordic influences. It sounds like a lot of fun, and especially, of course, for me because <laughs> hashtag Real Men Love Frozen.
1: Right. I mean, from what it looked like, it seemed somewhat of a, a restaurant in the round mm-hmm. and that in the center was actually I, I don't know if you'd call it a stage but that's where some performers could be and that's what it looked like at least from you know what they shared with us is that they'd kind of be in the center there you know actually doing some performances right so yeah it looks really
0: cool like mm-hmm. i said it's going to be another another dinner and a show right uh, type environment which is really exciting right. so all yeah, right very excited to check that out for sure
1: I liked um, the standardization of the three different themed restaurants, kind of like what they have on all their other ships right now for the rotational dining. But I also like that there was some differences mm-hmm. because I do think, well, like Animator's Palette is on all of the right. other ships. So uh, it's it's nice to see some new... Theming going on, right? So you can get a different experience right.
0: because, yeah, there's a lot of the experiences we've done normal times mm-hmm. in the dining room. So this will be completely new and and interesting for sure. A mm-hmm. uh, few other new and interesting things that are coming up, and, and things that speak directly to us. Uh-huh. Um, we'll start with Star Wars hyperspace lounge, <laughs> which you may have to drag us out of kicking right. and screaming once we get the chance to go on this ship. That's uh, the first time they're going to have uh, Star Wars area within a ship outside of like there's some areas within the kids clubs the Oceaneer Lab the Oceaneer Club Um, but this is going to be for adults Uh, it's going to be a high end bar styled as a luxurious yacht class spaceship this richly themed immersive experience will be reserved for adults every evening, offering interactive tasting experiences and signature beverages inspired by destinations such as Batuu, Tatooine, and Mustafar. It looks really cool. It looks like a small piece of what Galactic Star Cruiser right. is going to be like. So. You know, maybe you don't get into Galactic Star Cruiser, but you can get a little taste of it here in the Hyperspace Lounge.
1: Right. And it, like you said, it does look really cool. It doesn't look like it's a replica of Oga's Cantina. So it, it's a new a newer experience or different experience, I yeah. should say. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to check that out.
0: Uh, some other things, that, again, for us um, <laughs> is they have a new kind of Area for adult fine dining that mm-hmm. is based all on Beauty and the Beast. Right. Um, they have uh, what well, they've redesigned kind of Palo, which if you've tried Palo before, you know it a certain way. Well, now they're going to have Palo Steakhouse, mm-hmm. and that is actually based on Cogsworth. There's going to be a lot of mo- right. Cogsworth motif through there, uh, but it's also going to be kind of a, a classic steakhouse um, with a little Italian dining, kind of like Palo that right. you know from the other ships. Uh, there's Enchanté by Chef Arnold. La Lament, uh, which is uh, going to be very fine dining. Kind of think of Remy Mm -hmm. uh, on the Fantasy and the Dream only um, look like it was even more so. But this is going to be based on Lumiere himself, a lot of Lumiere motif uh, through this one. And then uh, there's going to be a lounge between them called The Rose, which really looks like a nice lounge that whether you're going to the restaurants or not, you can go enjoy a a nice cocktail, a nice glass of wine uh, before, after your meal, or just to go up there and and just enjoy that on its own.
1: Right. And it's, it's probably going to be one of those kind of secret hideaways, like uh, the, the lounge next to Remy's that a lot of people feel like they're not allowed to go into unless they're going into Remy's. And so it's usually a place that you can go to and, you know, that it's not at all crowded. Right. So looking so. forward to checking all three of those
0: out, which we will be doing eventually mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, speaking of checking all of these out, by the way, there's so many more things. I couldn't get to them all here because we've just run out of time. There's yes. so many things that were explored on the ship and still more to come. Um, but uh, you, you should definitely go check that out. You can go find the, all the stuff on Disney Parks blog. Uh, you can also check out that Once Upon a Disney Wish to find out some of the interesting details about it and, you know, some visuals of what they're going to look like. So, right. I mean, cool. th- yeah.
1: there. Are, there's obviously things for people of every age you know there's uh they they up the game for the kids club like like you said the oceaneers club and oceaneers lab and what they're going to be able to do and and experience there and you know so it's not just an adult cruise ship although i don't think that's what people typically think of disney anyways but it definitely has everything to offer to adults Uh, it's So cool! I I was just so excited about it. So, anyway, if you're excited about it
0: too, the Disney Wish will sail its maiden voyage, a five-night cruise to Nassau, Bahamas, and of course, Disney's private island of Castaway Key, on June 9th of 2022 followed by an inaugural season of three- and four-night cruises to the same destinations from Port Canaveral, Florida. Uh, bookings opened to the general public on May 27th, 2021. They didn't say this anywhere in the story, but if this follows what they normally do with their bookings whenever they open up, that would probably mean that platinum castaway club members will be able to book on monday may 24th uh gold on tuesday the 25th and silver on wednesday the 26th don't hold me to that because they they haven't said that but But just just... this is what they've done in the past general bookings then open up the next day which would be the 27th so um just keep an eye out for that if you're thinking about booking this we are definitely thinking about booking this as a matter of fact there's also going to be a DVC member cruise, right. which is going to be the very second sailing. We're looking into possibly doing that, maybe doing a back to back with the next cruise after that. Don't know if we're going to do that. Don't know if we can afford right. that. <laughs> um, but we are going to be sailing on, in its inaugural season on the Disney Wish, yes. some way for sure. Right, right. So looking forward to that. Yeah. It's, it- yeah, so. And as we hear more, we'll share that. Too. Definitely. We will get it right out to you. Now, moving on closer to home, and then we'll talk back to uh, Disneyland. Uh, we found out this week that Disneyland's new membership program may be coming sooner than we expected. This from the Orange County Register. I'm going to hit this really quickly. Disneyland will launch a new membership program this year year to replace the annual pass program that was canceled in January out of concern that demand by a million pass holders <laughs> could overwhelm the parks once they reopen following the year-long coronavirus closure. Uh, Disneyland Resort President Ken Potrock said on the D23 Inside Disney podcast, I'm not afraid to publicize them because they're... Right. They're the we're, we're, yeah. As much as I'd love to compete with them, <laughs> they have the big name. Right. Um, he said that uh, the new membership program for the Anaheim theme parks will be be launched this year, quote, we're working on that right now, and we will clearly be launching something before the end of the year. It's going to be an exciting program that people, our biggest fans, quite honestly, our most loyal fans, I think are going to be very responsive to, end quote. So if you're you know, disappointed that you don't have your annual passes anymore or whatever. Looks like, and it's going to be different. Let's face it, (laughs) whatever they roll out is going to be different. But there may be something for you coming before the end of the year.
1: Right, yeah. So that, that was good news. And, you know, I mean, there is a big demand in Southern Cal. We talked about that a lot. And I think they're really trying to be considerate to allow many different people an opportunity to get to the park.
0: So So, uh, looking forward to finding, finding out what they're uh, doing involving that and see if we'll be involved in that Mm -hmm. as well. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle one, because she's (laughs) wonderful, gorgeous, intelligent. She plans the best Disney trips. (laughs) She knows where all the Disney food is. (laughs) She also has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week.
1: Oh, you're so kind, sweetie. So my tip is really it's a tiny one, but it's one that we actually took part in during our last trip, and it's one that you know um, we've we've taken note of. So it's it's a real experience one. And that is, if you need to do anything with your tickets or reservations uh, with guest services, if you don't have to do them on the same day, it's best to do it in the uh, afternoon or evening the day before, because the lines when the parks first open to guest services are always long. Um, People are trying to kind of get things straightened out before they enter the parks because a lot of times it has to do with passes or whatever the case may be. Right. And, you know, there's things with issues with passes or will call or whatever. And, and, you know, there are going to be times that you you have to do it because you don't want to lose an opportunity if something is like activated on that day. We get that. But if you if you don't have to do it um, in the beginning of the day doing it in the, in the afternoon or evening, you're going to go through, like there's usually only maybe one or two people in front of you. And so it's not a long wait. Yep. That's a great point. And yeah, that we did exactly that.
0: And we breezed up. Maybe there was one person right. in line in front of us. It was really easy and we were able to get our issues handled very well right. and uh, moved on and enjoyed the rest of our evening. So yeah, really so, nice. Yeah, so. good job. Michelle's tip. Always the best tip. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my tip this week, it's going to be another tip that I've used many times. It's not hydrate, but I wow. always, that's a that's good one. That, <laughs> it that's is a good, good one. one. Uh, but my tip is going to be something I break out every time we learn about new Disney cruise itineraries. And that is, uh-huh. If you're thinking about doing it, book it at the earliest time you are it is available to you because the prices will n- almost always never be lower than that point. Right. Plus you have the most better chance to pick any stateroom that you desire. Right. And even if you decide later on that you don't want to do it, you just have to have enough to put your deposit down on it. Mm-hmm. You can cancel that deposit anytime up until you get to final payment date and you you lose nothing or you can shift it to a different date or whatever you want to do. But again, once you lock in that, that price, you're good. If it goes up higher later and if it drops down lower later, you can rebook at that lower price, at least up until final payment date. So if you're thinking about doing the Disney wish, you know, in its inaugural season, during these inaugural itineraries, um, I would jump on it, right. depending on what your castaway club um, level is or general booking, whatever, jump on it as soon as you possibly can because it will it will be the best option for you.
1: Right. The different categories have ranges. And so when you're first booking, you're going to get it at the lower ra- end of that range. And later on to try to get that same room, um, you're, you are going to pay the higher price generally.
0: Right. And you're, again, also the, like I said, the stateroom selection, uh, a lot of those better staterooms are going to go. So if you get in, get in there early and lock in that stateroom that you want. And again, we don't know a lot about this ship and how the staterooms are going to be. But if you look at the floor plans and you think that looks like a good one, um, jump on it while you can. And you can always change that later too, as well, by the way. So,
1: right. um, and you know, the, 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 um, the video that we watched did show kind of the layout of the rooms of the cabins. And they are very similar to what in terms of kind of like the layout. So you have, um, you know, bed, couch, sitting area, uh, bathroom generally in in the most of the rooms have the split bathroom. So it does you know, if you've, if you've experienced a Disney cruise before, you kind of know what that is. If you have a question, though, let us know. Oh, and, yeah. You know, we'll share our experiences. Obviously, we haven't been on The Wish, but like I mentioned, it does look like the layout is patterned. Obviously, the theming and styling is different, but the layout seems to be uh pretty similar, because I think that they have found that really works. Yeah, uh, people have said it. I, mean, I know it's we say it. Families a, and, yeah. Of all the cruise lines we've been
0: on, um, that is our favorite layout for any cabin, mm-hmm. uh, regular cabin in uh, any cruise line. So um, It's really great. So anyway, yeah, uh, if you have any questions, please hit us up, and we'd be happy to answer if we can. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it for this week. Next week, as we mentioned, we're going to be doing a different trip recap. This time it's going to be our return to Disneyland. We're going to tell you all about it. Hopefully you Followed along with us on social media. Checked out some of our pictures and everything that we put out there. But we'll get more detailed with it on next week's episode. We are so excited to go be going, be going back to Disneyland. So excited I can't even talk. Right. And um, But we will be thrilled to uh, share our experience with you next week.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for it. Can't wait to talk about it. It's so exciting. I mean, Disneyland has been closed for well over a year. And I think that's crazy long time to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So we're excited to get back and uh, we're excited
0: to share yes. our adventure with you. And we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, so The very best place to find us is on our own website, com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Check out some of these episodes on our YouTube channel. Just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new episode out. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, including questions about anything we talked about on today's show or any show, uh, please
1: hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you. And we certainly are very appreciative of those of you who tell a friend or family member about our podcast to continue the growth. We've been so impressed with the, the growth that we've had, and we just love it. And Please do share information about our podcast.
0: Yes, please do. And thank you for those of you who have done that. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.